girl. I wouldn't have brought it up if I didn't know what it was about. That's nah, not true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the case because you'd be like, well, I just thought it was really cool. Well, let me introduce you to all of Tiffany's episodes. Hello and welcome. We are the Ladies of Strange. I'm Ashley. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rebecca. Thank you for joining us each week as we discuss the history, mystery, and theory of all things questionable, odd, and eerie. Hello, ladies. Hello, Hi. honey. How are you? My leg, it just <laughs> sounds like a personal problem. It is, and I'm taking care of it by myself. I'm just so didn't want you to wonder what this awkward hand motion of mine <laughs> under the table was. It's we, like you got a DJing gig. I do that. Well, we were private. just talking about uh, Jason Momoa, so. Okay, mm, bye. <laughs> like, Drink uh, break. Fam- family guy, spider bite, spider bite, spider bite, spider bite. <laughs> what? He's under the sheets and he's going spider bite, spider bite, spider bite, spider bite, spider bite. Oh, I'm okay, certain it's, it's certain funny if you see it. Certain funny? Wow. wow. <laughs> Have another. Yeah, I haven't even had one yet. Jeez. It's good. It's good. It's good. It is very sweet. Thank you. Yes, I am. Yeah. Okay. Are you guys ready for a story? Oh, we got a story today? Bedtime story. So remember, uh, what is it, three or four weeks ago when I said, you guys get to pick ridiculous or funny. Yay. Are we learning the funny tonight? We're learning the funny tonight. Although apparently my other one was ridiculously funny. Yeah, it was. Sure. Scientifically accurate. It was on par. Ashley's staring at me again. It was something. Anyway. The day was January 15th, 1919, in Boston, Massachusetts. For the time of year, the weather was mild and people were going about their business. Around noon, a rumble started at Boston's North End. Soon, a tidal wave of liquid that reached speeds of 35 miles per hour came rushing down the streets of Boston. The tidal wave flooded the streets, crushing buildings and trapped horses. Oh, poor horses. Around 12.30 p.m. that day, Boston Police Patrolman Frank McManus was at a call box reporting back to headquarters when he started to hear the rumble that he described as a loud scraping noise. He paused, looked down the street, then quickly turned back to the call box, frantically telling the dispatcher, send all available rescue vehicles and personnel immediately. There's a wave of molasses coming down Commercial Street. Oh, yes. (laughs) At 35 miles an hour? How did he know it was molasses? It's. But it might. I'm assuming if a giant wave of brown sticky substance is coming at you, you might know what it is. Oh but my that, that was also the direction of the plant that housed the molasses. So it'll make sense in a little bit why okay. he knew what it was. Could you imagine how sticky you would be if that would it be a sticky horses. situation? All oh, those poor horses. They're so sticky. Oh, it's going to make it easier when they become glued. That's awful. (laughs) Wow. I'm so sorry. I hate myself for that. (laughs) I get it, listeners. I hate me too. Wow. Okay. I don't think we've had a single negative comment yet. That's not a challenge, guys. We love you. (laughs) Not a challenge. Not a challenge. Okay. The wave of molasses had a height that ranged from 15 to 40 feet high and was 160 feet wide. 
After breaking free, the molasses reached a maximum speed of 35 miles per hour and rushed through the densely populated north end of Boston. Holy shnikes. Within seconds, two city blocks were flooded. One source stated that the wave ripped the Engine 31 firehouse from its station and almost took the building into the harbor. What? It's a molasses hurricane or tsunami. (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) You say it was in January too? Yeah. It's like, it would have been cool. Mm-hmm. So, it, like, for it to be moving that fast and not solidify. Wow. Yeah, we dive into the science later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what you can't hear is S. What you can't hear is Ashley rolling her eyes hard at I'm, me. I'm pretty sure they could hear it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> they just know what that silence sounds like right now. The oh. Okay. The tidal wave busted windows, crushed buildings, flooded homes, and overturned rail cars. By sunset that day, Boston looked like it had been bombed. With molasses. Yep. Mm -hmm. The source of the wave was a massive 50-foot-tall steel tank that had ruptured, spilling 2,300,000 gallons of molasses into the streets of Boston. (laughs) In some places, the molasses was one foot deep. Oh, my gosh. Do you imagine trying to wade through that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Man. Those unlucky enough to be near the tank when it failed were immediately swallowed and drowned. (gasps) No. And the molasses, after it stopped moving, quickly started to thicken up, causing one reporter to state that many horses had died like so many flies on sticky fly paper. It's not funny. Why are you laughing at that? Because the glue comment. Because of the glue comments. Okay. Ashley hates me. (laughs) I get it. Tiffany can make bad jokes, but Rebecca can't. I didn't laugh at that one either. That's a fair point that we're moving on now <laughs> i chuckled a little <laughs> due to the day's mild conditions this allowed the molasses to flow easily through boston streets but as the temperatures dropped the molasses became more viscous therefore more thoroughly trapping victims who were pinned down in buildings and ultimately trapped them in molasses oh god that sounds awful what a terrible one way to go. Per- one person died of asphyxiation hours after the incident oh Bodies were discovered weeks and months after the initial incident. Were they like preserved? No. Does molasses have any preservation agents in it? You mean like amber? That would be funny. (laughs) Ultimately, the tidal wave of molasses injured over 150 people and killed 21. Damn. One medical examiner noted that the bodies looked as though covered in heavy oil skins, eyes and ears, mouths and nose filled. Oh, God bless America. That sounds absolutely awful. So what the hell happened? (laughs) I don't like it. I just. okay. can I make a a quick comment? Maybe. I'm really hungry (laughs) because (laughs) you want biscuits right now, don't you? When you said biscuits, my brain went biscuits. Oh, biscuits and molasses. So I'm slightly distracted. But sure, what the so hell let's happened? Let's keep talking about food and find out what happened in the tank. Viscous biscuits. <laughs> Visquick. No. <laughs> oh, that's a gross word. <laughs> Does it irritate your mouth palate? Oh, God. That's, that's a nasty phrase. <laughs> All right. So let's dive into some of the theories. Yeah. Let's not dive into molasses. No, because yeah. then we'll smother. <laughs> it it might just break a bone because it hardened up. So the tank that broke was owned by Purity Distillery, which was owned by the U.S. Industrial Alcohol Company. 
and the molasses in the tank was used to make industrial alcohol. This was highly profitable and used to manufacture munitions to other weaponry for World War One. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Molasses into alcohol. Yeah, the sugar ferments and creates alcohol. Okay. Molasses is also used to make rum, which is why I thought they were making rum. I would have rather gone down in a tidal wave of rum. Oh, no, that'd be... I have a hard time with shots. (laughs) That'd be a big (laughs) shot. It'd be a bucket. Ah. Okay. Chug, chug, chug. The tank itself was 50 feet high, had a diameter of 90 feet, and can hold up to 2.5 million gallons of molasses. Good God. That's a lot of molasses. One theory was that anarchists set off a bomb causing the flood, a theory that was upheld by the USIA, which is the United States Information Agency. Uh, Victims alleged that the tank was not safe. In fact, since the construction of the tank, it would leak and often emit rumbling noises. This didn't stop the tank from being used. Hmm. Ultimately, it was ruled that the accident was a result of bad design and construction. One source claimed that the tank used the same brittle steel used in the Titanic, which is which I will explain what that means further okay. along. Um, more than 100 lawsuits were filed and the USIA was ordered to pay about $630,000 in settlements. Holy moly. Today, after more thorough research, scientists have a better idea of what happens. Okay. Spanchin. So do you, I don't know. <laughs> uh, would, would you guys like a quick drink break before I bore you with some science? Yes. And while we're doing our drink break, I want to Google how much that is in today's money because I'm intrigued. Okay. I'll make something up for us. <laughs> Let's do and I'll it. do my homework. <laughs> if you're looking for an in-depth, Detailed, academic analysis of the past, devoid of any comedy or entertainment value presented by an educated historian with a PhD. This isn't the show for you. Hi, I'm Tawny Plattis, a professional voiceover actor who gives a very casual, very Southern Californian, and hopefully very comedic retelling of the sexy, scandalous, and salacious stories from history your teacher probably left out on my podcast, The Dirty Bits. Catch the show on tawnyvoice.com or anywhere podcasts are found. Chat soon, lovebug. And we're back, guys. I did my homework. I'm proud of you. You want to know how much the uh, IA had to pay out? USIA? Sure. The, you know, the thing that paid and did stuff. <laughs> Look, I had one assignment and it was not to remember the name of the company. <laughs> it would have been $9,257,067.05. In 2019 money. Yes. Which really isn't that much with the amount of people that were affected by that. That's true. Well, the damages left were awful and I'll cover that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's really not that much money on everything that you talked about was damaged and the people that were affected. Yeah, but they were hugely negligent, which is why this happened. Gotcha. So, basically, the victims were right. The tank was hastily built and would often leak molasses. During construction, many tests critical to safety were deemed unnecessary by the bosses. The steel that was used to construct the tank was mixed incorrectly. Scientifically, it was thought to have too little um, manganese, thus giving it a high transition temperature. 
Yeah. And I'm about to explain what that is. So Thank don't you. worry. <laughs> so for this situation, we're referencing the temperature at which the steel becomes brittle. The metal used in the tank was believed to have a transition temperature of 59 degrees Fahrenheit, meaning the tank becomes brittle if the temperature falls below 59 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, the, that's... That okay. day, the temperature was around 40, and many speculate that this played a f- part in the disaster. Gotcha. So a good way to think of transition temperatures if you ever had to like heat up sugar. Why would they have something that was that fragile in Boston? Like... Boston's winters are pretty brutal. Exactly. They weren't supposed to. Fired. All of you. (laughs) They were. (laughs) I would imagine. (laughs) Additionally, uh, the walls of the tank range from 0.67 inches at the bottom to 0.31 inches at the top, which were too thin to support the weight of the molasses. This was found by a 2014 analysis by Ronald Mayville, a senior structural engineer in the Massachusetts consulting firm of Simpson, Gumperts, and Hedge. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. According to those guys, <laughs> those guys. According to the same analysis, the rivets used to hold the tank together were not strong enough to withstand the stresses of the tank filled with molasses. The wall thickness and rivets were signs of negligence, something that engineers in 1919 should have known better than to do. For shame, engineers. Right? Blame it on an engineer. That being said, I always do. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) That being said, when the tank was built in the winter of 1915, one test that it was supposed to be performed was filling the tank with water to check for leaks before putting the tank into service. This test would be incredibly important for this tank since molasses is 1.5 times denser than water, mm. which means it is 1.5 times heavier. heavier. Right. Yeah. I'm guessing they didn't do the water test. No, they did not. Well, that was stupid. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was not right. Hear ye, hear, hear ye. <laughs> not good. <laughs> hear ye, hear ye. Stupid. Yes. <laughs> Before the catastrophe, the tank had only been fully filled three times before, with the fourth being soon before that fateful day. After construction, people off the street would often take sticks to scrape off the syrup for a sweet snack. Children would bring cups. This was before it broke. Yeah. Uh, Children would bring cups to fill with molasses. Instead of inspecting the tank, it was painted brown. So you couldn't see the molasses dripping out of it. It's like instead of dealing with it, they just painted that sucker brown. (laughs) Fair. I feel like that's how I handle all my life crises. <laughs> you paint them brown? Yeah, I'm yeah. just like, oh, I'm leaking. And I'll just cover it with some paint and not tell anybody. <laughs> I'm leaking. You're, you're leaking? I'm not leaking right now, but... <laughs> I'm leaking. I'm just going to go to the tanning bed. It's my, fine. My emotions are leaking out of me. <laughs> Tiffany, why are you brown today? You can't see it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I was leaking. <laughs> One thing that's important to understand that in addition to the fact that molasses is 1.5 times denser than water, making it heavier and having a higher amount of potential energy is that molasses behaves like a non-Newtonian fluid. I understand that. <laughs> do, do you guys? I mean, I'm more familiar with Newtonian fluids, do, but do I guess guys, it would be the opposite. Do you guys know what uh, oobleck is? Nope. It okay. sounds like slime. Oobleck? It, it, it's not an umlaut. Ooblek <laughs> is what the youngins call mixing cornstarch with water in it. It's uh-huh. slime. 
No, it's different. Oh, that's where like if yeah. you like hit it fast, it doesn't go through. But if you like, mm-hmm. it'll gradually. If you like move it around, it starts to <laughs> behave. Youngins like, call cornstarch and water. <laughs> the youngins call it ooblek. <laughs> it's actually cornstarch and water. Ooblek. All right. And I like to ooblek ooblek. <laughs> <laughs> you better ooblek. Anyway, the reason this is important is because. Once the take broke and the molasses started moving, it could quickly fill the streets and then thick it up again quickly as it slowed down. So since it was moving so fast, mm-hmm. and it, if it would hit people, would it be like the oobleck where it just kind of plowed them <laughs> over? Or like if it's going slowly, would it just like envelop them? So when it, w- when it was moving, it'd, be, it'd behave more like a um, lighter syrup would. But as okay. soon as it stopped moving, you were stuck. Fair. All right. Because it was also January in Boston. And it was Ooblick. Boston. It, it was Ooblick. <laughs> <laughs> the great Ooblick flood of 1919. 1919. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So basically, after all this happened, uh, the cleanup effort took weeks. And some stated that Boston would smell like molasses for years afterwards. Just send the kids out there. Eh. Ew. Eh. Ew. Ew. Ah, quit. I mean, whatever. My kid eats off the ground. So does mine. <laughs> she doesn't even use her hands. <laughs> she just puts her mouth on the ground. <laughs> we were at the ball field yesterday watching my niece's game. And he had Cheez-Its. And when he opened them, some of them like flew out of the package. And I was like, don't worry about it, buddy. And then he ate all of the Cheez-Its out of the package. And he was over playing in the dirt. And then he came up and looked at me. I was like, they're gone, buddy. Sorry. So he just like leans over the bench and picks them up off the ground. <laughs> He's like, no, I was just saving these for later. I'm so glad y'all's kids have great immune systems. Uh Uh-huh. And we vaccinate. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Boston smelled like molasses. After the incident, that night, as the temperatures dropped, it was reported that rescuers had to literally cut or chisel the molasses away from people to save them. Oh, gross. So it is like amber. Mm Mm-hmm. Whoa, molasses is the color of your energy. Whoa. (laughs) Sorry. Your energy is a non-Newtonian fluid. (laughs) (laughs) When you're not here, it's great. But once you start talking, please stop. Oh, that is accurate for me. (laughs) That was not directed at you. No, it's fine. I get it. That was just directed at people. In this room. Not in this (laughs) room. The only people that she's with right now. The only people I talk to with on a regular basis outside of my cats. It's fine. In the conductor. It's fine. Our non-Newtonium energies. <laughs> I can't even say it. Nope. You're a couple of ooblecks. That I can say. <laughs> <laughs> so Flaminios, uh, Galarene's body was discovered 11 days after the spill while the body Are of- you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I copy pasted it. It's Flaminio Gal- Galarene's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Point is <laughs> one more time for the people in the back. <laughs> the flamingo gallery was discovered. <laughs> I'm really glad you didn't <laughs> lead with that because Tiffany would have been really upset if flamingos got hurt. Yes. <laughs> flamingos are not native to Boston. Why would they be there? <laughs> if I could have flamingos and who are not native to Georgia here, I would. <laughs> All right, so Flamingo Gallery was found 11 yes. days later. Yeah, after the spiel. After, after, <laughs> fudge a duck. While Captain Caesar's body, 
a wagon driver wouldn't be found for another four months. His name was act was actually um, Cesar Nicolo, but after my trouble with Flamingo Gallery, I just gave up. It wouldn't have been that bad, but it just came abruptly, and I wasn't sure if you were okay or not. I just had to I'm make fine. sure. He was found four uh, months four later. Mo- How? Where was he? He was pulled from the water under the commercial wharf. Oh, poor. He was pulled poor from the captain. water into molasses? No, the molasses, like pushed him, him into, into the, the water. water oh yeah ultimately this event wait he was a captain he should have been able to swim what <laughs> part said he was a captain he was a wagon driver he did she, she changed not she changed his name because she was afraid to pronounce oh. it <laughs> as you said captain as a captain caesar, caesar like pizza pizza <laughs> <laughs> little caesar <laughs> <laughs> there's no captain <laughs> maybe he got promoted <laughs> You don't know his mom. (laughs) I knew he was still alive. So for the record, listeners, I mispronounced Tupac earlier. (laughs) And apparently that's still funny. Good old Tupac and Captain Captain Caesar. Ultimately, this all could have been prevented. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Engineers should do their job. The end. That's fascinating. But that's not the end. (laughs) Told <laughs> you. Would you like some interesting results of the event? Absolutely. Yes. Someone wrote a musical about it. <gasps> oh my gosh! It's called Molasses in January. Oh. <gasps> when, when did they write this, and is it still playing? And where? It's available on YouTube. The oh. entire thing is available on YouTube. Oh my um, god! So Francine, she tried to recreate this catastrophic event on a tiny budget on an even tinier stage, <laughs> but couldn't quite do it. <laughs> So in one of her statements, she said, we turned the lights off and had people screaming and then turned the lights on and had people laying down on the stage in an attempt to recreate this event. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Next Facebook Live for our patron donors. We need to watch that. I tried watching it like the first hour and 40 minutes. It's incredibly boring. And then you have like eight minutes of chaos and darkness and people singing about how the molasses could have been prevented. Okay. I'm so happy. So we at least need to watch the musical portions can, of... Uh, can we recreate this? <laughs> <laughs> can we have drinks and recreate this? Our next Facebook Live, we're going <laughs> recreate to recreate molasses in a January. Broadway play that we don't have the rights to. Oh my to. god, that's amazing. I'm so happy about that. That is the best. Anyway, I saved that t- till the end just for y'all because I knew y'all would love that so much. That's fantastic. Oh my God. I will post a link onto the blog because I was surprised. Like, I tried to find a score. I tried to find any information on it and I just happened to find it on uh, YouTube. You, the entire thing is the on YouTube. The entire thing is on YouTube. Well, I know what I'm going to do next time I'm supposed to be working. Molasses <laughs> in January. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Rebecca, you just made me so happy. What the hell? <laughs> That's amazing. And I think and more people need to write musicals about things. <laughs> Ashley. Yes. More people, more musicals in general. That is Ashley's model. Basically. I wouldn't say more people. More people making more musicals. There you go. Basically, if you sing to her, she'll talk to you. Mm, don't take all the credit because I like to sing too. So, so we'll work something out. She'll upstage you. Oh, yeah. Just walk up, start singing and let her upstage you. Yeah, it'll be Friends great. Friends for life. <laughs> Friends for life. <laughs> Let me have my spotlight. Anyway, that's the molasses flood of Boston oh in 1919. Ooblek. It's called Ooblek. I am. My big thing is, I wonder, when I was younger, my mom just called it a mess. Little Caesar's Ooblek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Ugh. 
That's sticky, what really sticky. That, ooh, gross. <laughs> ew, ew, ew. No. <sighs> well, this went downhill quickly. <gasps> oh man. I wonder if Tupac helped her write the musical. I'm sorry, I'm done. <laughs> yes. Um, what were we gonna say, dear? I wonder how long. So you said it took months for them to like clean up the mess. Yeah. I wonder if they ever like occasionally they're like everything's cleaned up and then all of a sudden they'll stumble across something <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> like oh god can you imagine the ant problem in like oh. april no oh, oh no like oh. i'm dealing with ants right now again i don't know why i keep getting them i'm not a dirty person you're really not so i put a sugar trap outside my door there you go <laughs> I, just, I had to bring it back in before I left because people walk their dogs and by sugar trap, I mean um, borax and powdered sugar. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah. You don't want that no. for the dogs? No. Why don't you just get the little bait traps? Because this is cheaper and I have it. Oh, okay. That and Rebecca likes to make everything. She's very environmentally conscious. I'm killing all the ants. With borax. Look, it's fine. <laughs> Um, yeah, that That's would be god-awful. No, thank you. Yeah. Not an ant fan. N- no molasses. I am picturing Gilmore Girls, their little theater, and then putting on that show <laughs> oh that they did. God. That's what I'm picturing for molasses in January. <laughs> That's it. That's mm-hmm. I can't wait to watch this. This is amazing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. You're welcome. I like that story. Bravo. It was a good time. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> well, remember, friends... Everyone has something that they find odd. Can, can I say, let us tell you why? Because that was a weird one. Just let us tell you why it's not. If you have any questionable topics you'd like us to discuss, you can share them with us on any of our social medias. Links can be found on our website, theladiesestrange.com, or you can email them to us at theladiesestrange at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you think we're doing a great job and want to support the show, you can now find us on Patreon. Keep it strange, lovelies. Bye-bye. I need to erase that now. Erase what? The now. You can now find us. We've been on there for a while. Bye, guys. (laughs) I'm going to go erase it.